So wait. Um. So before we get going, did you not have a bed in this room before today? I didn't have a bed frame. I just had a bed on the floor. Um, my bed frame was in the other room, and I, I was just too lazy to bring it over here. So when I got home from work, I uh, decided to put it in here. I don't know if I believe you because I haven't seen a bed in that spot. So. Because it was on the ground. It was just sitting on the floor. How high is this table? Table? That you're putting your computer on. It's high, remember? I told... This is the same table where I had to put wait, books right, wait, on Wait, 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 are you standing up? No, no. Wait, are you I, still uh, sitting on books? No, no, I got a, I got a taller chair. It was really the chair's fault. The, the chair I was using was, like, really low. Um, it's the chair's fault. It is, and it, it was one of those where you can pump it up, but the pump-up thing was broken, mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. Whatever. But, I think it's also funny now that you've moved to your new location and you've been consistently potting with your shirt on. Well, yeah, because because it's not as hot. Because you don't want your roommates to see you without a (laughs) shirt. No, no, it's um, it's because it's it's not as hot as it was. There's air conditioning in this house. You're also wearing a beanie. I'm wearing a beanie. Yeah. Uh, my hair looked like shit, so I just wanted to make sure. I wanted to make sure I look good. For I, I, I appreciate the concern. <laughs> Here, I'll take it off. Actually, it is getting hot. Yeah, because you're wearing a fucking beanie inside in August. I know. Your hair looks the exact same it always does. It can get cold down here. I'm just saying. Even the, you know, the air, the AC works in this house. <laughs> the AC like before. Works. No, I know. My, I got like a. So I got a new AC unit. And it's the first time I've had like a new one. It has like a remote yeah. and shit, dude. Ooh. No, it's fucking wild. I don't have a T. I don't have a remote for my TV, but I got one for my AC. And that that makes more sense because if you're gonna watch TV, you should get up and you should do a little bit of exercise in order to start watching TV. Whereas the AC is like, you you know, you can be lazy to to make that thing turn on. Plus, you need it for like. Because you have like a loft where your bed is, mm-hmm. so to have that control up there, so you don't have to go down that ladder every fucking time to turn it on. Oh, motherfucker! No, it's not like even that practical. It literally is like we use it while laying on the couch, which is like five feet away from the AC unit. Hey, you know, and you probably lost your remote. Let's be real for the TV, right? Dude, I couldn't even tell you the last time I saw that remote. <laughs> it was probably like two or three apartments ago. Right. Yeah. And yeah, I'm the same way. Remotes don't last long with me. I have a remote for my fan, and it's literally my fan's right there. Yeah, no, exactly. Every like, it is very funny though because I will, <laughs> I'll turn on and off the AC with the remote, but then I still have to get up and adjust the TV volume. Mm-hmm. So like, it would be just as easy for me to turn on the AC as it is. It's like equal distant from where I sit. Like, the TV, the volume buttons, and then the AC power buttons are like. It's an equilateral triangle. Right. Now, be honest. Have you pointed your AC remote at the TV to turn on yet? No, because I haven't had a TV in so long. Or, excuse me, a remote in so long. Uh-huh. Like, it legitimately is, like, weird when I go somewhere else that has a remote. Like, I'm so used to having to do everything on the back of the TV. I know exactly what you mean, dude. I know exactly what you mean. I think for all my future TVs, I don't think a remote's in in the, you know, I think I'm just going to 
toss it out. You're just gonna fucking raw dog your TV. Yeah, every single time. Well, dude, like it's the just... fucking the TV at my job that we have in the little like break room, chill room area, the like the fucking TV nook. It's mm-hmm. like a TV that someone threw out or some shit. So the um, the power button doesn't always connect to whatever the power mechanism is. So I have to like right. push it a million times and like wait to hear it like turn on. And sometimes yeah. I forget that I'm not in the office. And so I'll like catch myself doing it on my TV or like some like my mom's TV. And then like I realize that I'm just sitting there turning it on and off and on and off and on and off because like it works the <laughs> way it should. Right. What also what's with TVs and when you push the power button, they none of them turn on like exactly when you push the button. It's always like you push the button and there's a super delayed turn on you know what i'm talking about i mean i'm not a fucking like, engineer but it's because the fucking it's every up, single time but it's because the fucking signal has to travel from the power button to what the lcd or they're not coils whatever it is that fucking lights up the tv like it's not instantaneous it isn't quantum computing well all my other shit that i press the power button it comes right on no it doesn't just not the tv no it doesn't it does my fucking my desktop computer when i press that power button it comes right it is off. instantaneous coming on there's no buffer time where it, it what i mean is like um yeah i mean it turns on you can hear the you can hear the mechanisms go mm-hmm. i know what you mean it doesn't go to my it doesn't go to my desk like it's booting up but like you can hear as soon as i push the and things are doing shit whereas the tv i push it and it, it takes like five seconds for you know sometimes i'll push it and i'll be like did i turn did i push it right and then i'll push it again and it's on its way on on the turning off is instant but not the turning on which can really fuck shit up i get really frustrated sometimes it's just like sex man the turning off is instant but the turning on takes some time <laughs> exactly yeah yeah tvs are a lot <laughs> like sex put it into fucking terms i understand equate your sex to tv <laughs> fucking um your connection is like kind of shoddy is your dad just like in the other room on his laptop because if he is you better fucking smack that shit out of his hand <laughs> no is it shoddy i don't i turned everything off it, I, I have none of my shit is uh it was just like a little it was like a little line. clippy it was a little jumpy Oh no. Well, you know, he's doing work or whatever. He's also deaf, so he can't hear anything we're saying, so we don't have to worry about that. But um yeah, and also I don't know if you noticed, sometimes it surges. I have a really powerful surge protector here, but there might be times where like the shit just goes out. <laughs> Jordan, how would I know about surges in your home? Because you'll see in the background when you're looking at my screen, like it'll it'll blink. You know, the power is almost gone. I've watched the power almost go out like a bunch of times while we're podcasting. Really? Yeah. I you know when the light never... gets dim for a second? No, I, I can't. The, the video quality I've... isn't good enough for me to like witness these like stranger things like uh, palpitations and like the light. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly what it is. So um, just be aware that might happen one day. The power, power goes out here kind of often. Just be aware that we are the Bolsheviks. Podcast makes me realize how much I don't fucking know. Talking about how he's going to put a boot in your ass because it's the American way. That was fun. That was tight. I will. I'm going to be, you know, I'm, gonna, I'm in this, man. I'm in it to win. Historical trolling is the funniest shit. Oh, never going to have sex again. 
All right, we're done. I'm ending it. I'm ending it. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. It's about time, man. Whew. I mean, that wasn't that was as long. One. That was not as long as some of the other ones. Yeah. But that was. It felt long. That's what she has never said to you, Jordan. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Got his ass. So speaking of getting that ass, um, so a lot of stuff has happened, you know, this week. It's the 13th of August, almost a Friday the 13th, but it's not. Um, so there's a bunch of stuff that we can talk about, but I want to touch a little bit on Ilhan Omar. Okay. And, um, I can finally say her name by the way now. How did, what? Ilhan Omar. What Remember you- how I used to, I've gone through many renditions of not being able to say her name. So <clears throat> I'm just proud of myself for being able to say it now. You've come so far. You just, <laughs> woo. there's a fucking yeah. bald eagle crying somewhere because you learned how to speak. Look, I've come a long way. I think the first time we talked about it, I called him, I called her the Muslim girl. So I think we've come a long way. No, now that you say that, you definitely did call her the Muslim girl. <laughs> so. Well, I tried, like to, I tried to block that one out, bud. <laughs> yeah, you pressed that one. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Um, but she fucking won her race. She she is retaining her seat. I was worried because uh, a lot of people don't like that motherfucker. Um, but apparently, apparently the people in her district do. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I um I was listening to a little bit of coverage um about it. Like I honestly didn't like focus too much on it because I figured that she was like kind of a shoe in. You know, like, honestly, like, I wasn't mm-hmm. super fucking worried about it because I, I, I feel like she's a really good litmus test for the country where, like, the people who don't like her are, like, super fucking loud and annoying, but they really don't constitute, like, a large percentage of her constituents. Right. And, I, you know, I honestly, I honestly don't know uh, what her district looks like or where, where her district goes through, you know, what cities and stuff. To the best of my understanding, like it's a predominantly white district. Although I'm, I don't have the exact breakdown. Andrew, can you give us like a rough breakdown of like the demographic of Ilhan Omar's district, please? Omar's district in Minnesota is comprised of the following racial demographic, 63% white, 17% black, 9% Hispanic, 6% Asian, 4% other, 1% Native American. Because I feel like it's, I mean, I don't know, but I wasn't super surprised. But it's 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 interesting. Also, a uh, fun fact, her daughter fucking rules. She has like a like a maybe teenage daughter, and she's like, really really popular on twitter Mm -hmm. i'm pretty sure she's like super involved in like left twitter like she fucking rules oh nice yeah no she fucking rules and she should get her on the podcast i don't i don't know how comfortable i am with like having a minor on the show oh she's that young yeah that's what i'm saying she's like 14 or 15 or something oh yeah definitely not no, 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 no. But she's like really fucking funny and she's really cool and she talks about her mom a little bit. But she, it, it's interesting because I found out about her because there was like a list of um, like POC activists in America that you should look out for who were like, you know, high school kids or whatever. Like when all the Greta mm-hmm. Thunberg bullshit was happening and they're like, well, there's these other like POC kids who also fucking rock. And then they did a little profile on her 
and like list all the shit that she does and then at the end they were like oh yeah by the way this is Ilhan Omar's daughter it's like this fucking is like it's fucking cool that she's sort of like forging her own path and not just being right. like my mom does this shit right 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 and which is interesting because I know at that age I would have used like you know at that age all you want to be or at least when I was younger all you want to be is popular so you do whatever you can to get that popularity and the fact that she doesn't flaunt the fact that she's Elon Homar's um, daughter uh, and she she like you said forced her own path is pretty cool like because I would have been like super annoying and probably wouldn't have been popular because I would have been my like, dad senator blah 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 <laughs> exactly yeah no, people would have gotten annoyed real quick it was cool she posted something on Twitter like after her mom was announced when the winner that was basically like don't fuck with Somali women. Like it was fucking tight, like yeah, fuck yeah, yeah. No, she rocks. Nice. Yeah, she 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 posted something about Gundams also once too. Like she's she's pretty cool. Um, but nice. so yeah, it an interesting thing about the Ilhan Omar uh shit and specifically like the person who was running against her is they had all this money, right? They had all this like uh money and donations, but like the vast majority was from out of state people Mm -hmm. and then a lot of that money was like linked to pro like israel groups zionists or whatever i mean i don't know if like the whole zion is thing is like it's so fucking touchy that like i don't fucking know if they consider themselves zionist or like their detractors do like that is neither here nor there because that's like a whole can of worms like where people think that's like a derogatory term and shit were these uh, it, pro-Israel Democratic groups or pro-Israel groups just in general so you get like all over the spectrum, even conservatives and stuff? Because everyone's just trying to get her out of there no matter what. I, like, I didn't hear, like I didn't, it wasn't portrayed as like a left or right pro, like, you know, like a Democrat or Republican pro-Israel movement thing. It was just pro-Israel in general. Okay. I would imagine yeah. they're more conservative than liberal, but there also are a lot of liberal you know christians who fuck with israel right right it's uh it's just weird that they just super went after her just because of her comments about the um all about the benjamins thing um you know that could just be forgiven you know well it's also fucking just a really big part of american politics and like one of the huge Okay, the democratic party is full of blemishes like that fruit needs to be thrown out like it is rotten but it's always uh-huh. it's just so funny how no matter what side of the aisle you're on like if you say anything bad about Israel you are just burned at the stake. Yes. Or even if you say uh, even if you say something that is pro Palestine you're burned at the stake. Yeah, exactly. How do we get here? How do we get there? That's what I'm uh, that's what I'm a little confused about is like how did that happen? Um how do we forge such an alliance that just um because honestly what does israel really do for us except for be the only thing in the middle east besides maybe uh not even saudi arabia but you know i guess i guess because israel is the only uh place in the middle east that we can can that we can be an ally of and kind of watch over all the other nations in that area maybe is that the reason why no, We're it so has to do, 
No, I mean it. It has to do with like that false notion of Judeo-Christian, right? So it has to do with like the fact that we like the idea of someone being Jewish more than we like the idea of someone being, you know, a Muslim or Arabic. And since they control the Holy Land, we want to be friends with people who control the Holy Land because it's like this weird, like christian close to god jesus thing that's why you have so many like people who are like devout christians but they support you know israel because it's the holy land like it's it's just all like just like the baseline conservative christian value system that like is underneath most of american culture but don't you think it's also um like I said, like we're not friends with like pretty much any of those countries in the Middle East except maybe uh, on the surface Saudi Arabia. You know, everywhere else we're kind of like we don't even associate with. Do you think it's also just the fact that we have an, an extra country that we can have to like kind of not control but like to be able to go to – to uh, kind of look over the other nations. I think maybe that's a, a small part, I'm sure. I mean, know. I think that that has or something to, to a- do with it. I mean, they're very similar in terms of like their military industrial complex. I mean, we had a large part in creating Israel, mm-hmm. you know, so that was like kind of our pet project. Right. And, like right. they are set up very similarly to us in terms of how their government works and, you know. Yeah. I think we talked about this before, but. Uh, before Israel was created, they were looking for a place to put the Jewish state, and uh, Alaska was one of the places they were looking at. They really wanted to do Madagascar too. That no, that was the Nazis. Oh, yeah. The Nazis wanted to ship them all to Madagascar. Right. I mean, yeah, I also, least... to be fair, I think a lot of it too is just sort of part of that. Like, I mean, it 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 shows in American politics where it's like you you feel like you have to like support the newly created Jewish state post-World War II or else you will be an anti-Semite. You know what I mean? I think that that has a lot to do with uh, specifically America's relationship with them is this weird, like, continuation of post-World War II, like, apology, like, relation bullshit. And it also might be a way, because America is very anti-Semitic, it might also be kind of like a thing like we talked about last week with like the abolitionist movement of like they just, they just don't want them there. Like what if like a big reason why why the U.S. supports Israel is because we kind of want all, a bunch of Jews to try and go over there because America is very anti-Semitic. I mean, you know? that there may be some validity to that, but I don't think that it's – Because like- there's like white – I feel like there's white not there's like Nazis and white nationalists that like still support Israel and it's like a weird this weird like But that's uh, because of the whole Christian thing. Right. But, but still But it's still kind of it's counterintuitive, like, right? I mean, I mean you hate you're saying Jews will not replace us, but you'll still back Israel over fucking Palestine. Because it that just plays into that whole like false notion of like Judeo Christian whatever. Like they, look, but I think it's also them hoping that Jews will go over there and stay over there. I I have never heard that theory posited before, and there I'm might literally be, making up on I'm making it up on the spot right now. This is my theory. I understand. I don't think it holds that much water. The Jord the Jordania 
the, yeah, the Jordania Judeo-Christian supporting Israel theory. Man, that really rolls off the tongue. Um, no, I don't really think that that has much to do with it. I think a lot of it is like World War II guilt. I think it's also like what would now be like PC politics, and a lot of it's just like military-industrial complex stuff. It's also... Um, I think that you are correct in saying that they are an ally that we created in the Middle East. You know, that's a big mm-hmm. part of it too. They're basically like a satellite for us. You know, I mean, we give them so much goddamn money, but like, right. I don't I mean, I don't know. We're pro Palestine here, so right, miss yeah. me with that bullshit. Um, I, I haven't heard much about the protests over there, but I'm imagining that that shit's still going pretty fucking strong. Yeah, I um, God, news just cycles so fast here. Yeah, I we you hear about that one thing and then it just goes off the radar. Now they're talking about, um, uh, mm-hmm. b- what's that B word? The B word city. I've heard a lot about that. Wait, God, no, damn. what city? What city? What what city was it? God, it's I. Fuck. I forget. It's fucking Beirut, you imbecile. No, 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 not that one. The, I actually mentioned it as being not Budapest, not Beirut. What are you talking about? I, I will move on. No, it's, no, now this is just going to piss me off. Like, Give me the details that you're missing. You don't have to say the fucking country. What are you talking about? Okay. Keep keep talking. I'll find it. No, this is so fucking dumb. What are you talking about? I know there's a fucking that they just had an election in. You're talking about Belarus? Yes. Jesus Christ! Belarus. It is like pulling teeth with you. I told you the B. It's the B countries, man. What, Jesus Christ! What are you? So what can I? What are you talking about Belarus for? Oh, just the cycles of the news for foreign foreign affairs and stuff. Okay, That's so all. tell me about Belarus. Uh, they apparently had an uh, an election that was it was obviously uh, rigged, and the guy, um, fuck, I forget his name. It's like don't forget pretend his name. like you know his fucking name. I did know his name because I was listening to a bunch of shit today. They're all they're it's, you know. Do you know his name? No, but I'm not the one who's trying to shoehorn Belarus into here. I w- I wanted to just lightly go over it as I as a thing talking about the news, how it changes over. That's all I wanted to say. But they had an election, and it was obviously rigged. It was uh, because he was saying he won with eighty percent of the vote, uh, but the other person, uh, the 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 other the candidate that was running a- against him. Uh, she had like, like the record numbers of turnout for her, uh, like her rallies and stuff. Uh, so, and he's like a, he's has like absolute power, so he's able to do whatever. And it's weird because right after the election, she had to, she like left the country. So now, you know, there's, there's protests in the streets basically over the election because it's so obvious that he lost, um, yeah, because people were going to the going to to cast their vote, uh, and they were being told they had already voted, even though they hadn't. So there's obvious crazy corruptions that are happening in Belarus right now. Jesus Christ! There you go. Was that so hard? 
I still don't know the motherfucker's name, so yeah. Fine. I mean, you probably couldn't pronounce it anyways. You would uh, you would be offensively incorrect with his I name. Li- I didn't even want to go into it. I just wanted to say that the news was how it, it's crazy how it cycles because we were just talking about the Israel protests. Um, and yeah, that's all. And now we're talking about Belarus. Yeah. I mean, and Belarus is one of the countries I was uh, that I named as a B word that I get confused by. So that's all I want to say. I don't understand how it's cities and countries that start with a B that really just like just twist your brain. It's just it's just uh, ironic that it's been a, the B words, but in in real life, it's all countries and cities that I have. It's with. all proper nouns. It's really just all proper nouns. Yeah, but um, I guess there's so there's still a bunch of show. Let's go to Beirut for a second. I guess that uh, the fucking prime minister, whoever of Lebanon, like stepped down or is stepping down because this was like such a fucking disaster. That's a, that's that's actually pretty well. Okay, yeah. I mean, I, they should, but also it's like kind of like it's it's just kind of a. It's definitely negligence, but it's it's not anyone's. I mean, there's there's faults to be had here, but it's not like that guy's fault. Well, to be fair, apparently a bunch of people came forward after it happened and were Uh like, yep, this has been a problem for years and we've been lobbying for years to get the shit moved. And, you know, the government or so and so wouldn't fucking do it and they wouldn't fucking listen to us. They knew this shit could happen. And they didn't fucking do anything about it. So it was mm-hmm. due to like public pressure that the person oh, yeah. stepped down. Which I, I think they should have. I if mean, not for a- actual reasons, for symbolic reasons too. I know, mean, just, honestly, like good on them. I mean, like Lebanon is like fucked. Like I don't know a lot about Lebanon, but like I know that like shit was fucked up beforehand because like their proximity to Israel and Syria. Mm-hmm. And then like with this fucking explosion and like their port being crippled, like. It seems pretty fucking bleak over there right now. So, yeah, I mean, apparently, yeah, I, I heard a little op-ed on Lebanon before this was, ha- or after it happened, but about before the mm-hmm. explosion, and it was just interesting and enlightening to hear. Um, of course, I forgot every single thing they said, but it, I remember at the time being like, "Wow, that's crazy." Yeah, I heard so. a bunch of people. Uh, they like interviewed some people who were like around when the blast happened and they were like, Oh, we just got bombed. The civil war is back on. Like this is an attack. And I guess, you know, that's why the conspiracy theory started flying around is because they like hadn't really been at peace for that long. So they're just like, Oh, we're starting to be honest. Even if they knew exactly what was up, like right afterwards, the conspiracy theorists would have said it was attack right away anyway. Oh, 1 billion percent. Um, and like, that was also a very funny to, to harken back, you talk about the, the news moving fast. Look at you being, you know, a little relevant. Um, Like, all the conspiracy people online, like, immediately stopped talking about Beirut after, like, two fucking days. Well, yeah, because, I mean, you, there's only so much you can run on, right? I mean, the fucking bird, you're going to say that's a missile? Come on. There was also a, a funny one. I saw someone... um say that they blew up the port because it was uh, connected to the child trafficking tunnels that the uh that the, the Wayfair. Uh, yeah, that that the Illuminati are trying to blow up because the the people are catching on to their nefarious things. Mhm. 
Uh, how's Q doing? Um, well, we can get into that. Um, so it looks like it's about to be time for that, but I want to give it a couple more minutes because I do okay. want to bring up, well, I want to bring up Kanye really quick. Okay, let's bring up Kanye. Let's talk about that motherfucker. Okay, so... I've never liked this motherfucker. I mean, I haven't either. I mean, some of his songs were cool, whatever. I was never like a Kanye fan or whatever, but that has nothing to do with this. And I want to preface all this shit by first saying that I feel fucking so bad for this man. He obviously has a lot of mental issues. Like, this motherfucker is not well. And maybe it's like... Actual, How not well can you be, though, if you're writing, like, top fucking chart songs all the fucking time? I mean, you gotta you gotta have... Your mind's gotta be a little bit there if you're, like... If you have the ability to do... Um, you know what? I think I sound really ignorant. Right you now. do sound very ignorant. You're just, like, just showing how you have no grasp of, like, art history. Or just, you know, <laughs> any grasp uh, on I, how mental no, illness works. It shows that I do have a grasp because in the middle of making this horrible point i really i caught myself because of my knowledge of art history i mean i don't know what he has or what he's been diagnosed with or like what fans like people have speculated that he has but like it's been pretty apparent for a while that like he isn't well and i don't know if if like he's always sort of been like this and then once he got with the Kardashians, like he was just thrusted into the reality TV spotlight. And then it like, we were able to see him like, you know, not at a show. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I mean, there's also people who talk about like the whole Kardashian curse bullshit where like every man that these, these people like get with or like are connected to like their shit just gets all fucking crazy, which is also a very transphobic theory because they lump Caitlyn Jenner into that. Mm-hmm. but like it, it might just be a thing where you know Hollywood just like that level of fame like will fucking break your brain like I don't fucking know what his deal is I don't fucking know the dude he wasn't that famous for that long for this I mean I, I agree with that sentiment like being that famous can like break your fucking brain but there would be a lot more people acting like him uh, but you know what actually there are when celebrities are when the cameras on this on a lot of celebrities, they say and do some weird, cringy fucking shit that are similar to the kind of shit he does. Maybe they just don't get as much camera time as like Kanye does, you know. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely, I definitely think that's a big part of it. It's just like that whole lifestyle of being rich and famous like that is can just quickly fuck your brain up. If we had the money, I would have Andrew drop in Lifestyle Lurish and the Famous by a good Charlotte right there. <laughs> nice. Hold on, it's weed time. Um, hell yeah. I like how you cheer it on, too. That, that really makes me feel cool about my habits. <laughs> um, but, good habits. Thank you. Um, but, oh, I haven't had liquor in three days. Um, but, uh, no, like, the Kanye stuff, just, like, it's really fucking sad. Um, because this, this man obviously isn't well and, um, people just don't, it's like weird because people either like don't take him seriously or people like try to coddle him. So it's very strange, like watching him, like have like a weird, like manic episode on Twitter and then like all the different responses to it. You know what I mean? 
Yes. It's it's very strange to watch him just like post like 40 things in a matter of like 15 minutes and then like seeing everybody respond to it. Um but like that being said, even fucking Kim has posted his wife has posted stuff before being like my husband isn't well. You okay. Know? Like okay, there's I I understand that. But it feels like minstrelsy to me. Like it feels like a fucking minstrel show, like very exploitative of this like black man that isn't well. And then the media is like, ha ha, wacky Kanye being his crazy self. Sometimes he's not being that wacky, though. He's just saying incredibly horrible shit that we don't expect a black man to say. But we always view him as like this, this like wacky, entertaining figure. Like ever since like a lot of the Trump stuff started, it's always like this weird, like, and then there's Kanye. Like he very seldomly is taken seriously. He's always like a weird joke of like, and here's another crazy celebrity. And then it's him like in a bulletproof vest crying. It's just like fucking insane. Yeah, no, it's definitely obvious that he's unwell. And I, uh, I think we should, uh, you're right. I think we should, uh, take notice of that but at the same time i don't know i don't know what to do that would be proactive but like like for me as like just a ignore person ignore it i mean honestly probably but i ignore it i mean anytime i hear his name in any kind of media sphere you know i barely i'll i might read it but i'm not gonna like i never really talk about it i never really like you know rage uh talk about it or anything you know i mean i don't get like that upset about it because i'm just like okay like i just kind of like that's a dumb thing to say but like you said i mean he's unwell so i just kind of ignore it yeah no for real um and i feel like a big thing i wanted to i don't know like illustrate or bring up or whatever the fuck is like his weird like foray into politics so like he said that he was going to run or whatever right I don't know if he said he was going to run as a Democrat or run as an independent or whatever the fuck, but he said that he was going to run for president, right? And everyone fucking freaked out. And he had that rally in South Carolina. And he, like, it was just him just fucking ranting. And, like, he's crying. And he's, like, he's, like, really big into, like, pro-life stuff now. And then he got, like... He's a theocrat. Yeah. And then, like, later on, he got, like, real big into, like... It was like this weird, like kind of like, like sex work, sex slavery kind of weird shit where he's like, my daughter would never pose for Playboy. And he's like talking all this like crazy shit. Like that sentiment isn't necessarily crazy, but it's just like, he just like went on one of his like rants, but the focus was like the sex working industry, like whatever the fuck. Yeah. But it all had like these very, very hyper conservative undertones. And so he, the last thing I heard about him prior to like today or yesterday was that he was like talking with Betsy DeVos about like opening up a school or like being involved with like the education program in like California or some crazy shit. Mm-hmm. And like, obviously like that's fucking stupid because it's Betsy DeVos, but also like, it's just weird how all that shit gets fucking, um, gets like picked up by the media and gets like reported because like I still do believe that people don't take him that seriously but just like the fact that like they continually bring him up is just like 
I don't know. It's just like this very strange, like political. Well, look tactic. at it right now. We're talking about him, and it obviously gets clicks. People really like Kanye, um, you know, and it, you know, it sells. You know, sex sells. Kanye sells. You know what I mean? I just, um, I just don't, I don't believe that that many people take him seriously, though. But enough people might to uh, suction off the bla- black votes that would go for Biden if it was, you know, that would go for him instead of Biden. Oh, one hundred percent. And siphoning is what I was looking for. I said suction, <laughs> siphoning off votes for Biden, mm-hmm. and I think he's already admitted that that's why he was running, right? Yeah, so he he acknowledged that him running would be taking away votes from Biden. Like he, and didn't he say he was running because of that? Like he wanted to do that to help Trump? I was under the impression that he said that that was like the whole point, but I guess that might not be completely accurate. And it was more so that he acknowledged that that was oh. what was happening and that he like you kind re- of didn't give a shit. So you read some fake news somewhere? No, I think it was just like I misinterpreted what was said, you know? Because like I do that every day. I know you do. Um, but like, I guess like the most recent Kanye shit now is that someone figured out that he's been talking to fucking Jared Kushner all the time. Like they have like regular correspondences, mm-hmm. which is like fucking insane. What do you think they're talking about? Dude, I don't fucking know because it's almost like he's trying to be like a double agent or like a triple agent with this whole like liking Trump, then not liking Trump, then running to take votes away from Biden to like talking to Betsy DeVos to like hanging out with Kushner. Like it's this weird, like I don't understand what's going on and I can't tell if it's because it's like too sophisticated for me to get or I'm giving it too much credit and it legitimately is just like a bunch of assholes taking advantage of a mentally unstable celebrity. Y- yes. Uh, I feel like I it's probably know. the latter. But like I, I don't, don't think that this is 5D chess. Because, because he's so unpredictable, it would be kind of difficult for them to get that much control over him in that way taking advantage of him. You well, know? they've already sort of made him this like unwilling puppet for their campaign because he's one of the biggest rappers in the world. He's like this black celebrity and he fucks with Trump. So all they need is a couple sound bites and a couple fucking photos and then they can just do whatever they want with that. Right. You know? And also mm-hmm. he's like very openly critical of the Democratic Party and cr- critical of Joe Biden. And so then right. that just adds to a lot of like enemy of my enemy is my friend sort of mentality with Kanye, except that he like is intermittently like wearing a fucking MAGA hat. Right, right, right. And I think a lot of this also is like they stroke his ego, which then plays into whatever's going on in his head. And then they, it, it seems like they're handling Kanye very similarly to how they handle Trump. Trump. They, yeah. They figured out how to stroke the ego to kind of like, give him superficially what he wants in exchange for them getting like the big deal things that they want out of him. Right. Yeah. You know? And uh, what they want out of Kanye is the black vote. Yeah. They want the publicity and they want the, you know, the false sense of, they want the voters to feel like legitimized in criticizing Biden by saying, well, Kanye doesn't fuck with him. So like, you know, 
Right. Yeah. I mean, and this is um, just part and parcel with like how fucked up it is, how celebrity culture is intertwined with politics. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, before we move on, we should probably. Ah, uh, man, we have so much to talk about. We haven't gotten through anything. <laughs> um, do you, well, do you want to do your game or do you want to do. Well, what do you um, want to bring up? Because I can make. My stuff isn't going to take that. We have 20 minutes left until we oh, get okay. into overtime. All right. So. Kamala Harris deserves to be criticized. Oh, right? fuck. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. Let's, this, let me... I, I thought we could go into this because of what well, we just talked about Kanye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. How they're using we can do yeah, We can do Kamala and then I can. Yeah. We're, we're, we're fine. Let, let's do this. Okay. So Kamala Harris definitely deserves to be criticized, but the way the right is going about it is disgusting and wrong. And, you know, uh, I kind of wanted to, def- I want to go on the defense of Kamala. Uh, on this, on these few points. Uh, so, uh, it didn't take long for the right, uh, to, to start claiming things like she's not really black, you know, like Mark Levin went on his show, um, basically saying that she's not black. She's not an African American. She's not descended from slavery. She's Jamaican and she's Indian. Now, uh, first off he declared, he fails to say that she was born in America because she was. She was born in Oakland, California. Now, she, she is Jamaica. She's from. She's descended from Jamaica and also, um, uh, in like in India. So, um, first off, Jamaica. Just because they weren't American slaves, they were slaves. <laughs> it's important to all to distinguish that her father is Afro Jamaican. So it's not even like he is um jamaican and then like the weird thing with a lot of those countries and those areas where slaves were imported right Mm -hmm. is that they're like like brazil is a good example to where you can be brazilian and you know but you could look very black or you could look very you know um like latin american or whatever right you know indigenous and so like there's a a large spectrum of people who are like jamaican um colombian venezuelan uh brazilian like it, it there's a large you know amount of source material that makes a jamaican person so like her father i guess identifies as afro or afro jamaican because right. he's like a black man from jamaica but he is yeah. a black man yeah and he's descended from english slaves yeah so he yeah and like so to say that she is not a descendant of slavery is just fucking ignorant and stupid and that's the narrative they're trying to bring also they're trying to say she's not african-american first off she's an american Mm -hmm. and like you said her father identifies as afro-jamaican she's african-american whether you fucking like it or not i mean like she's a black to 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 try it they're trying to 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 shield her away from having the same types of uh, scrutiny. Oh, wow, I'm saying that wrong. Wow, that's a new (laughs) word. Scrutiny. They're they're trying to shield her from having the same scrutiny that that black people in America face every day uh, from people because she might not be uh, exactly their same background. Uh, that kind of thing, but she's definitely black and she's definitely African-American. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's a pretty ridiculous argument to try to make like, 
I don't know. Like, I've seen a lot of bullshit about it. And yeah, like, it's like, obviously, the black part of her family tree is the result of the fucking Atlantic slave trade. Yeah, white white races aren't going to go around looking at Kamala Harris and be like, oh, she's not. Uh, and she's not descended from American slavery, so she gets a pass. No, nobody's Googling. No white nationalist is going around Googling yeah, black it, people. It's just before such they a fucking, fucking strange argument to make. So like, okay, her father is from Jamaica and her mother is from like India or something. Um, yes. It's either India or like a, a part of it's India. Is it? Um, and so she's, you know, half Jamaican, half uh, Indian, and she grew up in the United States. Or Indonesia, shit. No, 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 no. It is, it is India, but it, it's somewhere that, okay. like, it's an Indian area. So, like, they're ethnically Indian, but I think that might be another, um, na- like, nationality or something. But regardless, we sound very dumb right now. Regardless, she's she's ethnic diverse, and that's great, and it's wonderful. And to to try, they're they're trying to like delegitimize that for her. Well, it's not even know? delegitimize. What it is is. The the people who are like bringing this up in this weird like negative way are effectively trying to say that the Democrats found a black woman who isn't African American. This person doesn't represent like the African American experience. So like this was their way of like uh, baiting in like the voter base without actually instituting any type of change. And there are some points I suppose that you could make, but it's so fucking tone deaf that it's not really worth entertaining. Like it, it's splitting hairs in a way that just like it takes so long to get to any type of point that it's not even worth like thinking about. Like, yeah, this person just is, doing- is a, she is a black woman who lives in America. Yeah, they're just doing it to be assholes. The only people that should be having any making any of these types types of questioning about her are just anthropologists who are curious about things. You know, uh, it's anybody else is just they're just being fucking assholes. Um, also, Tucker Carlson uh, mispronounced her name. That's and like then, a big. That's a big uh, a big tactic right now is white nationalist people just now, purposefully mis pronouncing her name and it's one it's an easy name to pronounce kamala harris is not hard it's not difficult um and i refuse to believe that these white men don't know how to pronounce her name because there was also a fucking wrestler with that same fucking name they've also been calling her name fucking wrestling back in the day right and they've also been calling her the correct name this entire time and then now that she's uh, the vice president they're making it a point to mispronounce the name tucker carlson said kamala harris and then he got called out by the guy he was interviewing who said, hey, look, man, she's the she's the vice president um, and you need to give her some respect. And then Tucker Carlson got very defensive saying, oh, she can't be criticized now. Uh, and he's he's just like, no, it's not about criticism. It's about giving this person who's on the world stage on on a on a presidential ticket some some fucking respect all the least you can the bare minimum you can do is say her name correctly and then he goes kamala harris kamala harris whatever and he's like no not whatever it's kamala harris and you fucking know that like i mean that that's uh, just like playing to like the super weird redneck base that like says any like non-anglo name like with a weird accent like jose like all that weird shit yeah but it doesn't matter if you're trying to I know they're trying to play that game, but I mean Tucker Carlson. I mean, is it's one just of the- fucking stupid. Like it's just, 
it's very like blatant it, what they're trying to do. It is. It's stupid, but these are the kind of things that we do have. Uh, that I at least I feel like every time it comes up, I'm g- this is something I will defend Kamala on for sure, as because uh, there's not much else to defend her on. <laughs> no, there. Re- I mean, she is a terrible fucking person, but it's ridiculous to like get lost in the weeds of whether or not she represents the African American experience. Yeah, also, so gonna, this isn't really something that a bunch of like non-black people should really be super fucking worried about. Like, they weren't fucking worried about the black experience three fucking weeks ago, and now everybody's acting like they have a fucking minor in African American studies. Right. So there was a fucking article from the National Pulse by some fucking asshole named Raheem Kassam, and. Here's a quote from that article. The fact the Democrats would select an Indian Jamaican candidate and bill them as African-American in a year marred by Black Lives Matter riots would usually be unthinkable. Then you remember they continuously call men who identify as women, women, and then allow them to compete in women's sports. So these are the type of people who are trying to come after Kamala every which way they can. And, like, I will talk shit on her all day. I don't fucking like her at all. I think she's mm-hmm. a terrible person. I think she was a terrible DA. I think she's a terrible fucking pick for vice president. She's just a piece of shit all around. That being yes. said, it's fuck. If you're going to fucking criticize her, criticize her for, like, you know, her fucking actions and not the fact that she isn't black enough to be considered a black candidate because it's fucking ridiculous. Like, it's, it's just ridiculous. fucking stupid. Stu- it's just so stupid and childish. Like, just grow the fuck up. Like your racism is showing so hard when one of your criticisms of the democratic ticket is they picked a black woman who isn't black enough to say that she's black. Right. And also I don't see anybody talking about how fucking crazy it is that we have a fucking Indian American who's going to have the second highest office potentially in the country. That is fucking huge. There's going to be an Indian woman in the fucking white house. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. And no one fucking brings that up. Everybody has been complaining about if she's black enough to say that she's black. But, like, the only people I have seen talk about her being Indian are, like, my Indian friends. And literally all they're saying is, man, that's cool. But, like, why the fuck aren't, like, the Democrats or the progressives, like, really harping on the fact that they nominated, like, an Indian woman to go to the fucking White House and that's fucking huge? Yeah. It is huge, uh, and they have. I I was listening to shit all day, and they did. They definitely mentioned it. They just aren't focusing on it, it as much. It is way overshadowed by the validity of her African American status. Yes, but that's also, you know, I I feel like, uh, I feel like it's just kind of a a, a seniority status, right? So, African Americans and Black people uh, are more. They get. I feel like they might get more. That is more attacked that, racist. That minority yeah. status is more valuable than being an Indian. Yeah, in that's what I'm saying. One hundred percent. I hear what you're saying. Yeah, but it's just fucking stupid that they aren't using everything that they can to make her look good or interesting. I just realized, dude. What? I'm. Thank you for saving me there. I have no idea where I was going with that sentence, but you did. You fucking were able to. It's called an alley oop, bud. 
<laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah, no, it's cool. I'm the Seniority? Win. What the fuck? Yeah, I don't fucking know what you're talking about. But, um, yeah, I, yeah, okay. She just criticized her for her terrible policies and the fact that she's, uh, the fucking, um, just the worst and, like, how she got her job and what she did when she got her fucking job and her fucking policy flip flopping and just everything. Like, there is so much stuff for you to fucking be critical of her about. Like, don't fucking be some just racist piece of shit and be like, she's not black enough to be considered a black candidate. So, like, this is God. bullshit. Like, it's fucking what would, stupid. What would they be saying if it was like Susan Rice or fucking they'll Stacey? They'll find Abrams. something else. Like, they'll they'll <laughs> yeah. find something else. It's just it's it's fucking stupid. It's so funny how like I don't know, just like being black enough is just so frustrating to have to like hear people argue and it's so fucking dumb i got into a fucking facebook spat with a bunch of fucking libertarians about it because they were just like hey, 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 like this whole like weird shit about how she isn't black and i was just like dude where the fuck do you think that like afro jamaicans fucking come from yeah and then they're like oh dude you try to tell a jamaican that they're african-american like see how they react and then all these libs are trying to, or fucking libertarians are trying to like dogpile on me about it and i was like yeah you fucking morons like who the fuck is going to a Jamaican, like an actual Jamaican person and saying they're African-American? This person was born in America, you fucking morons. Yeah, they're. you know what? One of the top things on Google uh, today was... was uh, How to burn a libertarian today. alive and get away with it, I hope. No, it's uh, it was, was Kamala Harris born in America. Like, that's what everyone wants to know so they can immediately delegitimize her. Oh, we are 100% going to have another birther thing with her. Oh, yeah. 100%. I mean, I don't understand how these dumb motherfuckers think that these people can, like, get in fucking Congress and the Senate and stuff and not have, like, even, like, the, like, most lax background check. Oh, well, I mean, you can be in the Senate and not have been born in America. It's just a presidency. Yeah, and then someone will fucking know about it and then it will be public fucking record where you were born. Like, you're not going to fucking get any of the jobs she's has before. And then it's like, well, we don't really know where she was born. Right. Like, it, it's, just, it's the fucking same thing that they did with Obama, and they're going to do it again with her. And again, I'm, I don't fucking like her, but just, I don't like her for the correct reasons. It's, I don't right. like her just because she's black. Like, that's I will fucking I will stupid. Def I'll defend her blackness to the grave. Oh, but, yeah. But just um, her as a person can fucking eat shit. Um, yeah. All right, so let's let's um, very quickly uh, check out what's happening on the internet. Let me do a very abbreviated uh, right-wing meme watch. So, okay. The memes aren't coming. The memes, I think, are done. Because... Okay. But no, I'm serious, and I haven't seen anything in so long that I don't have much faith that I'm going to get any like funny material anymore because things are getting more serious. Because the so why don't why don't we just stop right wing meme watch until the memes start coming back? Why don't you do fucking control set. your shit and let me do mine? All right, shit. All right. What I'm going to fucking get to is the funny stuff is gone, and now it's all serious stuff. So when the GOP and the Republicans were sitting high on the hog, everything was happy-go-lucky and funny memes or whatever. And now that they're under attack, the tone has shifted and all the 
shit posting and regular posting from conservatives that I see has become very like dark and very serious and like very racist. And it's just like, there's no more like really hiding things. There's no more like amusement involved. Like it's very serious now. And a big thing, something that I've had to fucking talk to so many people about, like always is how it's fucking QAnon and how this shit is like slipping back into the media and into people's timelines. So, a while ago, Q, QAnon got banned from Twitter. They removed a bunch of accounts and a bunch of Facebook groups, too. Like, they're trying to take QAnon off the internet, right? So, that energy was shifted to a new thing called Save the Children. And this is a fucking mixture of QAnon and Pizzagate. And it is literally the same bullshit. It is that the liberal elites are kidnapping kids and they're torturing them and they're sexually abusing them and they're killing them and, you know, all this shit, right? But they are getting the attention rapidly of, like, suburban moms and shit because all of these memes will be, like, if the media reported on the number of kids that go missing every day as opposed to the COVID deaths, like maybe something would change. Hashtag save the children. You know, it'll be a picture of like people taking a pic. It'll be like a drawing of like people looking at like a statue, like a small statue. And then that statue says like COVID deaths. And then behind them is like an even bigger statue that says like missing children every year. Like it's, it's the same energy that people did when they were like, people die from the flu more than they die from COVID. So COVID isn't that big of a deal, but now they're switching it from the flu to like missing and abducted children and being like more kids get stolen every month than people who die from COVID, but no one fucking cares about the kids really makes you think, huh? Well, well, yeah, I mean, well, they couldn't, do the flu thing because we surpassed that a long time ago. Well, exactly. But then it's like, it's so strange because they suck people in with these very simple images that will be just like a sunset. And then the text will say like, by the time it takes you to read this, 27 children have gone missing, but no one cares. Hashtag save the children. That's untrue. But it's just like all these fucking... Me- that's not a direct quote, Jordan. I swear to God, if that's something that you fucking harp on, I'm going to reach to this computer and fucking no, strangle you. I What I am curious about is... Because uh, I think missing... I think p- children being kidnapped and going missing is actually a pretty rare thing. So I'd, I'd, I'd like to actually see the numbers of how many kids go missing. Because I'm sure it's a lot, but I'm sure it's less than we would think. It is not. It's... It is a lot, but it's not like what these fucking idiots are trying to make it out to be. But again, like what they're doing is they're playing on the anxiety and the fear of all these like suburban moms. Because everyone I know who's sharing this shit is like someone my age with like a four year old. You know, probably, yeah, like it's all people who were like, and also there's like the weird thing too, where like a bunch of anti LGBT and like anti left groups were trying to say that like. Uh, the progressives were trying to include pedophilia and LGBTQ circles to like legitimize that as a uh, sexual orientation. And so then that riled up a bunch of conservatives. And so like, yeah, this, there's no fucking, there's no evidence for this, but it's just like this, are... this whole thing where they're like, they're just making everybody focus on this idea of like child abduction and child abuse. And then 
slowly after they've been worked up about it for like three weeks, then they just start throwing in the very subtle Pizzagate stuff and the very simple Q stuff. So like mm-hmm. for a couple weeks, there was this big save the children. The children are going missing. Uh, aren't like we need to put a stop to, you know, people abusing children. And then they had a bunch of rallies everywhere. And guess who was organizing these fucking rallies? It was all QAnon people. And guess who showed up to these fucking rallies? It was hardcore Q and Pizzagate people. And then it was just susceptible, like normal people who wanted to legitimately do something about, you know, missing children. And so then these people are being indoctrinated into Q and into Pizzagate because they showed up to the park being like, oh, yeah, like kids getting fucking kidnapped is horrible. Like, I'm down to go fucking, you know, protest the idea of children being abused. And then next thing you know, they're like talking to some fucking fat idiot about like what QAnon means and how many kids fucking Hillary Clinton shotguns for adrenochrome every day. Yeah, and honestly, it might work. I mean, I read an article recently saying just with the title of it was QAnon is here to stay and it touched on this kind oh, of Oh, it's not because, going anywhere. At this point, yeah. it's not going anywhere. Um, there will be a QAnon party. I mean, there's already fucking Q people who are like winning their primaries and they're probably going to get seats in, you know, Congress and shit. Like it's This is what the this is what the right is really good at. I mean, you didn't see any Occupy movement people get elected, but you saw a ton of Tea Party people get elected. You know, you see a bunch of libertarians getting elected. Um, but you know, all we got was the squad and that's it basically. Yeah. You know? I mean they're getting more but they don't I guess what I'm trying to say is the right is really good is at getting their crazies elected. Yeah, no. When when the when the GOP splits after Trump, it's going to be the moderate conservatives who want to go back to like the Reagan years of just being fiscally responsible and morally the Lincoln project. Whatever. Yeah. And then there's going to be the Trump Q people, and they're going to be the far right party, and they're going to lump all those things in together and try to make that shit canon. That is exactly what, and you're already seeing that divide between the never Trumpers and then the fucking fucking QAnon MAGA people. Like it is, it is here to stay. But yeah. that's like the only thing that I've been seeing that's even slightly interesting on like right wing fucking internet this week has just been people doing save the children shit. And then if I dare to be like, this is a dumb conspiracy, then there's like 27 fucking girls I went to high school with who like just whatever. And then they're like, how the fuck can you say, Oh, so what you're defending pedophiles now? Like Hillary Clinton did blah, blah, blah. I saw an article that said, da, da, da. And it's just like, dude, you guys have no idea what's going on. And I feel so fucking bad for these people because they're just being played so hard by the people who have been playing them since fucking Comet Ping Pong shit started. Right. Like, it's it's fucking crazy how many people I know who still don't know what Q is. Like, people who are on the fucking internet. Like, these aren't, like, old people who, like, don't know how to use their phone. They're, like, people who, like, are in the fucking art scene or people who, like are not fucking dumb. They're like on fucking Facebook and Twitter all the time and they don't fucking know what QAnon is. Or they've probably seen it. They just don't, they didn't read into it or anything at all. They don't know that it's linked to, are these, are these people that you're saying that don't know who Q is, but they, they follow. There are multiple people who had, who have posted 
Q, Q things not directly Q, Q shit or Q adjacent shit. And then I was like, oh, I didn't know you fucked with this shit. And they're like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And then once I would start to explain it, they're like, there's no, like, they'd either be like, that's crazy. Or they'd be like, there's no way this is fucking real. Or they'd be like, well, you know, it is a weird coincidence that blah, blah, blah. Well, people are stubborn and they get, they get really defensive because they don't want to, they don't want to be outed as someone who did something stupid. All they need to do is be like me. And when you're outed for doing something stupid, you are, you can freely admit it because that is true freedom right there is being able to, to, to call yourself out. Just admit how fucking stupid you are. Yeah. No, I mean, and that is very true. And that's why it is very difficult to really like talk to people, especially on the internet about this stuff, because you really have to do it in a way that like you're, you can't articulate how stupid you think they are to them because then they'll just get defensive and they'll double down. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of the flat earth shit too. It's like those people wouldn't be so gung ho about flat earth. A lot of them wouldn't be so into the flat earth theory if they weren't just like called fucking idiots all day online and then got their feelings hurt and then now just like, you know, are doing it out of spite. Well, they should be poisoned. You know how I feel about them. They should just die. Dude, I would. Fuck those ra- No, dude, are you fucking kidding me? I would rather hang out with Mm-mm. 100 flat earthers before I hung out with two actual hardcore QAnon people. Aren't they the same? They're pretty much linked. They are not. No, they, there is no. They are flat not Earth, the fucking flat same. Earth people are just anti. They're not. They're Nazis. If you if you read behind flat Earth stuff, it's all Nazis. Oh, one hundred percent. It's not all of them, but if you when you get deep it's enough, all of them. no, it's not because when you get deep enough in there, it is. But they have enough like question everything people that like call themselves flat Earthers that like are super whatever. But like, it is way easier for you to convince a flat Earther that like that shit's a little wacky than it is for you to fucking convince a QAnon person that that shit's a little wacky. So, um, I forget who it was. Who is it? Uh, there was somebody who went over like the main Flat Earth book. What's it called? Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't know. Uh, I forget what it's called. It's like The Truth or something. But it's like the the main Flat Earth book. And they just were going through it, and it's just all... Nazi propaganda shit. It barely yeah, even talks. No, it one hundred percent is. All right, we have to stop talking about Nazi propaganda. Um, that was the end of right wing meme time. Um, yeah, no, that is a little too meandering for this. How much time we have left? We're already in overtime. But um, okay. Yeah, no. If we have just enough time now for you to play the last game before you go on vacation, so would you be interested in playing a game, Jordan? Yes. I like how you had to fucking think about that. Well, uh, I forget if I'm supposed to say anything or not. Why would you not say anything? I don't know. I thought it would be like, do you want to play a game? And then, and then it just goes into it. I forget if I'm supposed to actually say yes or not. It, it hurts. It hurts my brain. It really is. You have no idea how high my blood pressure gets when I try to talk to you. Um, Look, it, you picked me to be a co-host. You know, so that's on you, Jordan. Bro. You're really not making it easy for me, bud. 
So this week's game, I'm going to name off ten countries. Okay. Okay. And you are going to try and guess their prison population. Okay. The amount of incarcerated individuals in that country. Okay. Before you get all fucking annoying about it, no, I don't know if this is women, children, and men. Okay. All the numbers I saw were just incarcerated people. I'm assuming it's everybody, but I don't fucking know. So if you try and come at me, I'm I'm gonna fucking. What about trans people? I swear to Christ, Jordan. <laughs> it's just. Ooh, I need a snack before we do the second hour, or else I'm just gonna <laughs> punch my computer. Um. Okay, so country number one is Mexico. How many people do you think are incarcerated in Mexico? Um, I'm going to say 80,000. No, 203,000. Okay. How many people do you think are incarcerated in Vietnam? I'm going to say um, 90,000. Close-ish. Uh, Andrew can decide if you get a point on that. 123,000. And some change. That's I'm not, not gonna. Close. <laughs> I mean, comparatively, like it's not that far off. And I'm I'm doing it to the nearest like thousand. I'm not gonna get down to the actual like individual. Right, numbers. right, right. Um. So Nambia. How many people um, are in jail in Nambia? I say fifty thousand. Nope, not even close. Seven thousand four hundred seventy-four hundred. That makes more sense. It's such a yeah. Armenia. Ar- Armenia. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say uh, 25,000. Nope. You are off by an entire decimal place. It's 2,200. Okay. All right. Wow. Serbia. Yep, Serbia. Um, maybe 4,000. Nope, 10,000. Okay. Almost 11,000. Uh, Sweden. Uh, I'm going to say... 25,000? Nope. 6,000. Oh, God. The United States of America. Um, 1.25 million? 2.1 million. Oh. Bangladesh. I'm going to say 10,000. Nope. 88,000. Oh, Jesus. Honduras. 11,000. No, 20,000. And finally, China. Ooh. Five, uh, one million. 1.7 million. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you did whatever. Andrew, will you please, um, bequeath Jordan his, his winnings for the day? Ooh, bequeath. I like that. Jordan did really bad, but he gets Ben Shapiro. What? Make that I've been playing a lot of words with friends. I've been trying to use big words. Wet ass p word. Oh god. <laughs> I'm surprised we haven't talked about that shit. Yet. Because I just don't. There's nothing. <laughs> there's nothing to talk about. Dude, it's all been said. It, it, everyone's already said every cool take there is about that. the The funniest thing is that he tried Did you to say, say cool that, take. <laughs> Huh? Or just you said cool take? Yeah, every cool, any... every cool take has already been yeah. taken. Yeah, like every good joke has already been made about that shit. It's been beaten to death. Yeah, like no, I you're... wish he had been. Like, it's it... just so funny to to think that I used to like 
uh, not like him at all, mm-hmm. but like listen to him in a mm-hmm. in an ironic way. Mm-mm. You did not listen to him in an ironic way. You thought he had good points. I thought no. I got. I listened to him to get the other side's point of view from a more intellectual mm-hmm. perspective. I, I don't believe that. I think that's a little bit of revisionism. No, it's not. I've always said that from the beginning. I anytime he was on Rogan and I listened to him, it would be like it's listening to him being like, "That's crazy," you know. Mm-hmm. And but that is he he was making good points for a conservative, you know what I mean? So it's like that's what they think. So that's what I was trying to get because I was trying to see the other side's point of view. And you don't want to just go to a uh, a moron like Sean Hannity for these things because he's such a propagandist. He doesn't really have his own ideals, you know. Whereas I would argue Ben Shapiro at least comes up with uh, his own takes on things. Uh, his own conservative takes. That's all. That's not. I'm not joking. That, I've ne- you know. I've never really. I've never listened to Ben Shapiro and been like, "Yeah, dude, I love that." No, that was never my go-to for that. It was literally me just being like, "What does the other side? What does the other side say or want or how are they thinking?" And then that's who I would go to for that. Not just him, but you know. Him, Jordan Pearson, all of those motherfuckers. Eric Weinstein. So, yeah. That's all. So I am going on vacation. Um, and Robbie is going to um, basically have someone replace me. There's going to be a few. I'm going to have two, two different co-hosts for next week. And then... Um, also have you someone. Wanna, are you going to announce him here, or no. are you going to? You're going to wait. Okay. No, it's you're not gonna, like they're. It's not like it's fucking Shaquille O'Neal and then Shaquille O'Neal again. Like it's no one anyone's going to be like giving a shit about. Yeah, that's true. Um. Yeah. No. We're gonna. I'm gonna have um guest hosts all next week, and then the week after that, um, we should have some pretty cool stuff coming once uh Jordan's back from his. He's calling it a vacation, but I'll tell you what it really is next week when he's not around. Um, but yeah, so that's it. It's a, yeah, we're, it's, it, I'm going to get immune from COVID. I'm going to go get it real quick and then get immune. That's what's happening. Anyways, <laughs> thank you for listening. If you made it this far, um, please like, and subscribe. It's the best way to get our name out there. We got a new listener in Ireland. Jordan, if you want to make an uh, offensive Irish accent. Can you be offensive talking about? I can't do it right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what the fuck was that? I I hesitated. I just shouldn't have. Uh... Oh, thank you for listening. That's not the most offensive accent you've ever done. Again, you can't be offensive with Ireland. It's just, is it bad or good? Yeah. Um, this is when you just get beaten to death by a bunch of dudes from fucking Boston. <laughs> um, but yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ, just shut the fuck up for the rest of this episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> you can find us on all the social media sites. And then once you get on there, you can find the individual profiles for myself, Jordan and, uh, ultimate producer, Andrew. Um, yeah, that's, that's it. Right. 
we have a oh we have a Patreon. Um, you want to get on there? We do an extra episode every week, and there's also like a Discord where we talk to people and shit. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Oh, um, so after Jordan gets back, we're going to be doing our next like Patreon event thing, and it's going to be a book club situation for Saddam Hussein's book. Uh, what Zabiba? Is it, I can't pronounce it. That doesn't help me by just putting it in the fucking camera, Jordan. Zab- Zabiba and the King. Yeah, Zabiba and the King. Um, and we're going to be doing that for a while. So I'm actually very, very, very excited to read this absolute craziness. That is, It's a love story that's also an allegory for Middle East politics through Saddam's eyes or something. It's, it's mm-hmm. going to fucking rock. Um, Fuck yeah. Yeah, that's it. We're... We're done. Jordan, we'll see you in a week. Bye, guys. We're going to have a fun week next week.